0: Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Nikki Free and I'm here today to bring you my first podcast. No, you don't know me. I picked that name because nobody knows me like seriously. Like, I mean, like really, I mean, you know, I'm saying it like as on a big scale. Like where there's like the people, you know, like Beyonce. And I'm saying it, you know, on a smaller scale where you have these people who are just locally famous. You know, I'm not any of those things, but I am here today because I have something to say. I want to start the day off with Kate Spade. I'm not even going to try to pretend like I knew Kate Spade. I didn't know who it was, you know, like when I first heard this story drop. However, what she brought. To light with her death is the stigma that is still here, you know, when it comes to mental illness. Um, Some I was looking at the news and they were saying something about her sister, or somebody allegedly said that she, you know, had battled with, you know, mental illness, but she didn't want to tell anybody. The point is, this is oh my gosh, this, you know, depression. It, it doesn't discriminate. I mean, it doesn't matter your how, how much money you have. It doesn't matter your race, your color, your creed, whatever. Religion, sexual orientation. I'm just trying to name everything I can think of. Okay, I'm overdoing it. But anyway, the point is, it doesn't matter. People suffer from depression. And as you can see, this woman has so much money. Because for me, you know, I, I mean, I definitely have suffered from depression. But most of it. The depression I've had, I mean, I just feel like if I had like a million or two, you know, I I don't know. I feel like I would have been all right. But as you can see, no, money can't help. You know, like when you're depressed, money is not going to get you out of it. So it is something where you need help. You need help. And there's nothing to be ashamed about. You know, it's just so sad that there are so many small minded people that make you feel like you should be ashamed Of, you know, being mentally ill, like you asked for it, like you went out and caught mental illness, you know, or something, you know, like you went out and, you know, somehow contracted this by some reckless behavior you were doing. It's that's not the case. And it's really sad that in this day and age, we're still having to deal with this stigma. It it, it really sucks. And I just want to say, you know, if nothing else, you know, for you people out there who are fortunate enough to not have dealt with mental illness, just at least be there. If you have a loved one or a friend or what have you that's dealing with this, I mean, you can be there. It doesn't cost anything not to judge anybody. That's the main thing. Just be there. Don't judge. And if they need help, if there's something you can do to help them, get them some help. But get involved because, you know, the thing that we have to remember, everybody wants to be PC. And everybody wants to be like, well, I just didn't. I wasn't sure. But one thing's for certain. Once someone kills themselves, there's no bringing them back. Now, five days ago, if you would have tried to get involved and you would have happened to help, then that would have been a great thing. But right now, you know, after they're dead, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do. So my point to all of this is people, let's try to help people when they're actually alive, as opposed to when they die, like, oh, I didn't realize she was really that sad. If someone gives you a symptom or if someone seems as if though they're depressed you need to find some kind of way to help them if you can um, and if not I mean maybe you have another family member or another friend or something where you guys can softly go in I mean you know each individual some people are open to certain things and some people aren't but you know if you are close to someone, you know, a family member or a close friend or whatever, if it's someone that, that's close to you in life, I would think that you would want to do whatever it took to make sure that that person didn't end up six feet under. People who are depressed, they don't feel loved. That's, that's the issue. They don't feel loved. They feel... Um, You know, like there's nobody there and you could be loving them. They could have millions of people loving them. It wouldn't matter because of the fact that they're depressed and they don't feel that love. They don't feel it. They feel worthless. They feel hopeless. They feel helpless. So you have to keep all that in mind and understand that it's an illness and they need help. Uh, Anyways, moving right along to, you know, just something that bothers me um too and this is like uh on these goddamn corporate jobs when they tell you that they have a fucking open door policy and you have a problem a real problem you know with your with you know management or whatever and you go to them and they treat you like you did something wrong you know And the motherfuckers go back and tell the offender everything you said. And then you get retaliated against. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. What happened here? And you still get no resolution. So I just want to say fuck you to everybody that has a fucking open door policy. And you know goddamn well you don't really, really, really have that open door policy in place for the employees. So that's it. I mean, because it's a waste of time. Why do you even bring that shit up? Next, I would like to talk to you about just life in general. Some things I observed as well. Most of all the foolery and fuck shit that happens to me, it happens on the goddamn job. And it sucks because it's like, you know, you got to make a living. And the people on the job are the absolute worst. I mean, they are... Anyways. Okay. So, we... I was... This is once upon a time... Uh, I was working at this uh, place, small office, and this lady comes in and she, uh, you know, she's dressed, you know, in, I guess, what society would call a masculine way. She had a short haircut. She had like a suit on and what have you. And she was speaking, you know, the, the office was so small, we could hear the interview and basically she mentioned I guess I shouldn't say we could hear certain people could hear the nosy motherfuckers that don't work can hear you know because they hear everything and they see everything but anyways that's I'll get to that a little bit later but anyways she somehow mentioned that she had a wife and kids and all of this stuff and you know she left she did great she had a lot of experience seemed like a good candidate according to you know the boss After that, um, after she left, a couple of the ladies in the office decided to say, Oh, great. Well, I hope she doesn't get hired because she's going to be flirting with us all the time. Oh, my God. And I'm just like thinking to myself, did they really just say that? Didn't that lady just say she was happily married and had some kids? And even if she wasn't, what makes you think What makes you think that she would want you? It's like, don't flatter yourself. And I said, oh my God, it just annoyed me so much that I had to say something. So I said, you do know that lesbians have standards too, right? And, you know, I mean, of course they had egg on their face. They looked crazy, (laughs) nervous laugh. And then we went on back to work. But I'm sure they like this black bitch. How, how the hell is she going to say something like that to us? But you know what? You were wrong. You were wrong. And that's one of lesbians' biggest pet peeves. I can tell you that when they somehow mention that they happen to be a lesbian or they have a girlfriend or they're married to a woman, if they somehow or they put a picture up in the office for. A straight woman to think that now, oh now, oh no, she's gonna be hitting on me. I just want to send say something to all of the straight women in the whole entire world. I can sit here and tell you that you're flattering yourself, get over yourself and almost never is that the case almost never is that the case almost always the case is they're not attracted to you you're not their type they're not interested at all and guess what you're not even gay so it's just i don't know it's just so stupid it's just oh my god and it happens so much like it's just one of those things i you know that just doesn't make sense and i see it all over i see it everywhere Anyway, I just find something so stupid and I find that, you know, we just should do better. I feel like it's 2018 and I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted. We talk about the same stuff that the people were talking about in 1940. Like we're still talking about the same stuff. Why? 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 And I feel like, I honestly feel like for black people, we, you know... It's not progressing like this whole thing with everyone being racist against us. I feel like we're regressing. I feel like we're worse off than we were in the 90s. I just feel like people are just coming for us now because we have a president in office that is also, also, you know, exhibits racist behavior, also doesn't give a damn about blacks, you know. So it's like now people are coming out of the woodwork and they're being racist, and they're just, you know, looking at you. The whole world is fucking batshit crazy. And my thing is, my whole thing is, with this whole racism thing, it's as if we said, I want black skin, or I want brown skin, or I want yellow skin, or I want, uh," you know, all the different colors of skin that black people come in. No one asks for anything at all. It's like, we were born this way. We're beautiful. We're strong. We're just trying to live our fucking lives. That's it. We're just trying to live. And I don't even know. We can't do anything. I mean, we can't do anything. When I watch the news and I daily, I'm like, oh my God, another one, you know, another one. Another one? It's just shocking. Starbucks. Oh, they got, their. oh, what's that restaurant? Houston's. Oh my God. You know, it's just like, what? I mean, what is it going to take? And it's so blatant. And, And what kills me is the white people that say, why do they keep bringing up race? Why do they make it about race all the time? And it's just like, oh my God, we want nothing more. Then all this racism and all this separation and all of this, us clearly being treated very differently um, in a very bad way. We want all that to go away. We we just, you know, we just want to live in this goddamn world peacefully and be left the hell alone. We're tired of being dragged up out of restaurants. Uh, we're tired of just being treated like trash. We're just tired. So all we want you know, how about this? How about this? How about you just treat us the same way you treat other white people? That would be great. Just, I mean, yeah, just go ahead and give us the same respect that you would give your fellow white person. That's it. That's all we ask for. Well, you guys, you know, today was kind of a rant and, uh, you know, that's pretty much what I do to get stuff off my chest. I mean, I live in this world. I wake up every day and I can't believe it. I really can't. I'm shocked. I'm disappointed. And sometimes I just get so angry. I just can't even like take it. I'm just like, why is this happening? What is happening? And then I look up and, you know, I look at our leader and I say, oh, yeah. So that's why this is happening. People feel now that, hey. This is okay. It's okay to go ahead and treat them the way I've always wanted to treat them. And I couldn't because I, you know, there was going to be repercussions. Now they know, hey, I can do whatever I want. But thank God, finally, finally, I saw a gleam of light with Roseanne. Ah, sweet justice. When that happened, I honestly said, okay, okay. You know, I know that doesn't change a lot. But I feel like, oh, one victory for us. One victory. I can slide that little knob over to a win on our side. Because the bitch needs to go. I mean, period. And she's like trying to come back and she keeps talking. Why doesn't she just go away quietly? Bye-bye. You made your bed, Roseanne. Now lie in it. It's over. It's a wrap. Um, I just feel like this is something that shows people that we are somebody, you know, we're not just some trash that you can just say whatever to and treat differently. This right here showed that hey, you have to treat black people a certain way or there will be consequences. For the first time I've seen this, is I'm just first time I've seen this in the Yeah uh, I mean I don't think I've seen it like this. You know, like so it was awesome. It was amazing. Shout out to, you know, ABC. Great job. Um, I mean, I just think that's great. Get her out of here. You know, good. Shut her down all the way. Now she knows better. If she didn't know, now she knows. Well, that's pretty much going to wrap up my show for today. Uh, This is just uh, one of many to come, hopefully. I really hope you enjoyed my podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at it at PCNE. My name is Nikki Free, in case you didn't know, and also I am on Instagram, and you can use the same handle on Instagram, at um, at PCNE, also um, check for my hashtag, hashtag no you don't, you, I can't talk, I'm sorry, hashtag no you don't know me. Aside from that, I hope everyone has a wonderful day, and I'll see you next week.